This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Lori Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 313, where I'm Sean. I am Matt. And I am Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter the Discord link, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies in the show, and mingle with us here live on the show here at the All Games Radio Network. If you want to hear us live but cannot join us live on all devices, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, car stereos, all tech devices, handheld, everything, gaming consoles, add the tuning app. You just need the free version, no need to pay the premium, just get the free version, and add All Games Radio, and you can hear us live no matter where we're at in the world on the TuneIn app. We do want to remind you guys to go to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And uh, while you're browsing, you can listen to podcast form of ZombieCast over there on the very front page. And we do want to thank uh, the new guy over there, Mr. Cameron, and uh, the late Dave Marks. You know, I just found out Dave Marks had passed away That's a bit nuts. back. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I apologies Oh, not knowing, but Dave, uh, you were always good to us. You were good to Matt when he was doing some articles over there. But uh, cheers to the Marks family, and we're sorry, deeply sorry for your loss. Yeah. But Cameron, welcome aboard to uh, the Zombie Research Society and ZombieCast. And we do want to thank Luke, George Romero, the late George Romero, Matt Moke, all those guys over there at ZombieResearchSociety.com is having ZombieCast as the one and only official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Just- and while you're over... Oh, go ahead. I just want to cut in quickly about Dave Marks. When I worked, uh, you know, I was doing some articles for them a little while, and Dave was kind of my contact. Such a cool guy. I mean, it's it's we didn't obviously we didn't chat too much, but it's super supportive. I always got my articles up yeah. like super quick. Gave me some ideas, and you could tell he was really into the site. So how do you how do you pass loss. away? If you don't mind me asking, I, you don't know. I think it was I don't know. Sudden, yeah. sudden is, is is all that I read, and they put an article out, and I don't know how. It slipped through our fingers, and we didn't see it, but, uh, man, it was, uh, you know, we were, 
really love those guys over there. They're uh, very nice to ZombieCast. But uh, to the Marks family, cheers. Uh, to the heavens, man. You know, he was a good man. And uh, Cameron, like I said, welcome aboard. And uh, George Romero, the late George Romero. And uh, Matt Moak, the founder over there. And the guy that uh, built the Zombie Research Society. Thank you guys for having ZombieCast. Is the one and only official radio show, the Zombie Research Society. And while you're over on the social medias, guys, on Facebook and Twitter, follow and like ZombieCast World as we love mingling with you zombies all week in the zombie world. So I put a post out tonight. The No Zombie Zombie Cast. You know, Christmas is upon us. I think we're uh, a week away from Christmas Eve. No, you keep going. I'm just singing the song. And, uh, this is the time of the year that man, but I want to sing too. Every time I hear that song, I, I think of uh, uh, Will Ferrell pretending to be Robert Goulet singing that. <laughs> Goulet. You, me, staring contest. You win. You always do. Goulet. But as Red people know, ships of Spain. <laughs> Uh, th- this is kind of the episode where we kind of talk about, you know, the, the hype things for Christmas this year, things we want, things that maybe we're wanting to get our loved ones. Uh, but, uh, you know, just kind of current events. This is also when we talk about Rudolph every year. We bring it to the attention. Yeah. And, and, boy, has it been in the news this year, that and yeah, a, we get to talk a about Rudolph song. Uh, because, you know, you know the, the Rudolph, the, well, let's, let's just start off with the Rudolph thing before we get to the jolly happiness. Let's get the dirt out of the way. Yeah. Now, me and Ted has always been, and Matt have always talked about the whole rudeness of Rudolph and you yeah. know, how, how it's just... Terrible story. Tab- terrible story. I was totally wrong. It is. And, and, but, but we're happy <laughs> it with is. it. We're like, you know what? Keep it on TV. You know, it's a tradition. No, but yeah, yeah. The, the points are there, and, and you know what? There, there are people that have complained this year, but then you've got the political people that, that say we're dumbing down the world and we're making the world weak and, and all this, and, and, and I, I don't understand. I, I can understand people being like, hey, Rudolph is bad, but you know, it's okay it's on TV, but I do understand where it's bad. But for, but for people to say, ah, oh, you will see people, there's nothing wrong with it. And I put a post out the other day. Because well, uh, they were talking about it on morning radio, and, and if would would this work in society? If, if a Christmas Carol went like this, right? If oh, what's his name? What's the guy's name that worked for Scrooge? Uh, uh, Cratchit. Yeah, Cratchit. Cratchit. Right. If Cratchit was working and Scrooge showed up and said, "Cratchit, we know Tiny Tim is crippled, but you should be ashamed of yourself that you have a crippled son." <laughs> And you know what? You make us all sad. You should be ashamed of yourself. Would that pass? Because Rudolph is the exact same thing. Would it? Would people well, then be like, ah, we Where's the comparison? Who says, did they tell Rudolph's parents that they should be sad because they're crippled? Whoa. Santa did. Oh. Well, here's the thing. Like, like yeah, I've said, I have said for 10 years, even before the controversy, just from my own assessment, For like fun, yeah. Like but I, I, I love Rudolph, and I have watched Rudolph every Christmas of my entire life. I've I've never missed it a single year. But as you get older, you watch it, and you're kind of like, this is this is bananas if you really pay attention to what's going on in it. And but I'm also in the camp. Like I understand like the complaints, but it's also it's fucking claymated Rudolph. Just find something better to bitch about. <laughs> you know, right. I, I was like, like I I love it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. I understand the complaints. But it's a stupid ass cartoon that people have watched for fifty years and love, and watch something else if you don't like it. But you get it. You get. Oh, I get. It. I get what it. I don't get I is get the people it, that yeah. say what I don't what I don't get it. 
Hermie, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we got to start voicing it out again this year. But but it's a uh, you know for, you know and, and the controversy is and, and like I said, I love Rudolph. I watch it every year. I watch it with my kids. But Santa walks in and says, you know, oh my God, you know. He can fly. We're happy. Jingle, jingle, jingle. And they sing the song, and they're all happy. <laughs> and then Rudolph's nose falls off, and it's red. And uh, Santa's yeah, like, Chris what Kringle, the I'm fuck? Happy yeah. Donner, Donner, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, I'm going about to eat. Slam the door. Bam. Gone. And then th- there's the other side of, you know, if you don't fit in society, you know, if you want to be a dentist and not a toy builder, you know what? What? Hermie doesn't like to make toys. Let's mock him and bully him and kick him out. And I don't know. I understand both stories, but I don't understand the people that say, what? I just don't get why people complain. I think one of the no, biggest I get why people complain. It's there. It's I, there. I get, I get why they complain, but I also think it's dumb. Like, like somebody had a really good uh, uh, thing the other day where they said, like, if you, it, it says, uh, you're, we have all these people in this country are sitting around and they're being offended by baby, it's cold outside. Why don't you get offended by something like human trafficking? Yeah, because that's hard. Well, it's matters, e- it's easy know? to like, get offended by pop culture. It's hard to actually get offended by real issues. But it's, it's dumb. But I under- yeah. I understand the complaint. But I'm also yeah. I'm like, but it's a fucking just cartoon. People like if you don't like it, don't watch it. But one, one people, thing we have it, to. Oh, sorry. Oh no, you got it. I'm fine. Well, one thing we have to remember is that uh, you know Rudolph was based on the novel of the same name back in the 1920s, and that novel right. goes way back into Rudolph's backstory. It fills in a lot of the blanks how Rudolph like. And the, the dynamics, the political kind of upheaval at the time. So, I think the movie just cut out a lot of those scenes. And that's... are you saying in the novelization of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> the novelization, <laughs> yeah, the, the claimation was We're based on deep, a very yeah. serious Rudolph the Red-Nosed oh. Reindeer? Oh, yeah, because it, it, if you think, Matt. Rudolph. I thought it was in. I thought it was in the Rudolph autobiography where a lot of this is filled in. Well, no, that came after Ru- the fact when Rudolph did a, a special um, biography, an exclusive biography. <laughs> a lot but, of but, weird but shit. if you think, yeah, but if you think about it, Matt, in, in, in pop culture and society, Rudolph is just as it, he's just as important as Santa Claus when it comes to the kids. You know, whenever I take my kids to see Santa, yeah. it's always like, man, where's Rudolph? I never hear about Donner or none of them. But when we're talking about Rudolph, Rudolph never goes outside his own show ever. You never see Rudolph well, anywhere. Part of his exclusivity clause. Never. I mean, his, his agent's very protective of the brand. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. So is that yeah. trademark to where people own the rights to Rudolph? I mean, I mean, I've always been curious because, like, even the new movie with Kurt Russell, you think, you know what? That though, Rudolph. In, no, he's not it in. Is, it. It, it is a he's song. Not in somebody wrote that song. You know, Santa's a folk legend, but Rudolph is just somebody sat down and wrote that song. So the, the, the rights of that song have to belong to somebody. That's true. It's so, like it's like would Happy that be Birthday. It? Probably like some anarchic uh, rights thing that they can't use Rudolph anywhere. True, because because you know when we go see Santa now, there's a big hotel beside the mall that we go to, and, they, and they, there's a flashing red light up there, and I'm like, you know what? There's Rudolph, guys, look. <laughs> and then summer comes, and they're like, Dad, Rudolph's still there. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's a different light. Mm-hmm. But, but, but the magic that was in their eyes to think that they saw Rudolph on the top of that hotel was <laughs> more than seeing the fat man himself. And, Matt, I know you're friends with the fat man. I don't mean to push any <laughs> buttons over there. I mean, it, but, he doesn't like to be called fat man, but whatever, I'll let it pass. But I, I, I almost wish that, you know, the guys behind the curtain – would get together and be like, you know what? Uh, let's uh, let's throw Rudolph in here. You know what? Let's uh, let's try to be even more believable than ever before. But everybody ditches Rudolph. He's never in nothing, ever. 
Well, well, again, like the the whole complaint is, and I, I I've I've known this for a while because I'm a fan of such a fan of that is <laughs> that yeah, it's 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 not just. It, it's what's well, first of all that he's born different. He's got a deformity, and Santa shows up and is like, "Oh, look at the little freak, daughter! You should be a." He literally says, "You should be ashamed of yourself." Harsh. Like, oh, he can't be on my team. He's a little retard. He basically says that, and then he goes to play. He goes to play the reindeer games. He has to hide his abnormality, and he goes to play the reindeer games. And then, like, they find out that he has a red nose, and like the 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 coach who's like their their teacher. Is like, ah, we're not going to let Rudolph play any of our reindeer games, a little retard with his retard nose. <laughs> and everybody's laughing and mocking him. And then Santa shows up again and it's like, what a shame, daughter. I thought I thought this was a thing of the past, but no, look at him with his stupid little face. You know, it, it's, it is, and it's like, this is really what happens. And then Hermie the elf is like, I don't want to be, I want to be a dentist. And it's like, what? Hermie wants to be a dentist. Well, you, you get the fuck out of here, you little freak. You know, and they throw <laughs> him out. out Hermie. Yeah, they, Hermie, what? Hermie. What? You want to be a dentist? <laughs> You're nailing it. If you've seen the cartoon, you know that's, what? Well, they throw him out, and then they meet up, and they, they basically go on the run together, and then they team up with Yukon Cornelius, who's literally packing a forty-five Magnum on his belt. <laughs> <laughs> he literally has like a big giant firearm on his belt, and they and, and uh, they go out, and then they have a, a weird scene where Her- Hermie and, and Rudolph are sleeping in the same bed with Yukon Cornelius, and uh, and then Rudolph well, leaves. You're going deep, and, Ted. And what I always saw was weird. Where Rudolph says, "I'm going to go back to to, to I, I got to leave." He leaves, and what's funny is he. You ever notice that he leaves the cabin and he just leaves the door wide open? And I always think, well, now he's going to kill him with pneumonia because mm, yeah. they're in the North Pole. And then, uh, basically, to make a long story short, he gets back, and they don't accept Rudolph back into the group because they've realized their mistake. They go, "Ah, look who's back! It's old Neon Nose." <laughs> and they're still making fun of him. Yeah. And then, because it's a real foggy night, and they're like, "We're going to have to cancel Christmas," Santa goes, "Wait a minute." Rudolph's nose. It can cut through anything. Hey, Rudolph, you should lead my team. So they only accept him back because he has, he has a yeah. because he has value. They, yeah. they, they, it's not like they learned that he's we made a mistake. No, no. It's the you know. So hey, I, I, dad, I understand. Do, do the dad reindeer again. The what? The dad reindeer. Freeman mommy. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait. I'm putting well, no, the headphones that, that, on Freeman Mommy. That scratchy voice isn't the reindeer. That's the, the chief elf. It's such an asshole. What does the dad say? Ah, Rudolph's nose. That, that guy? <laughs> <He's nailing them. laughs> Freeman Mommy is laughing. I threw the headphones on her. Man, well, you're no, nailing the voices. The chief elf, which what? I the chief elf, which I do do a good impression of, is the one he says. Uh, he says, "You don't like to make toys," and he says, "I don't like to make toys." What? That's how he talks. <laughs> if you've seen if you've seen Rudolph, you know exactly which character that is. But, but of all the scenes, the one that makes me laugh is when they're like, "All right, guys, you you've been testing and, and practicing. We're gonna sing a song for Santa." It's and they're for, all singing it, the it's song. It's for Santa, yeah. For Santa, yeah. And, and then they sing the song, and he's like, uh, and he gets up and just slams the door like f y'all. Yeah, they, <laughs> when, they the way they, he leaves like, that room. Yeah, they're like we've been pra- we've been practicing this song for Santa for Santa, and they sing it. And Santa goes, uh, "It was out of tune. I gotta go. Bye." And he's like, he's like a yeah, fucking it was out dickhead. Of tune. He's a total dickhead. 
So it's it is I I get it, but you know what? It's great. It's a great little bit. It's a great it uh, cartoon for all the wrong reasons. It is. I, I just wish that they would, would incorporate Rudolph just in something besides what? Rudolph's song. <laughs> what? What? Hermie doesn't like to make. Hermie doesn't like to make toys. Hermie doesn't like to make toys. And you know. Oh, you know what's funny too? Something I never noticed. They aired it on. Uh, the, uh, I saw it somewhere recently. I, I don't know. Even some little detail I noticed that's like violent is Hermie. You know, the guy that goes what? I've scratched my throat up now, so I can't do it. Um, uh, he throws Hermie out, and Hermie actually goes while he's singing the. Like we're a couple of misfits, you know that song they sing. Well, we're Her- such a misfit. Hermie actually builds like a, sta- a snowman that looks like the chief elf that's so mean to him, and he builds it, and he just fucking like punches it right in the face and like caves its face in. That happens in the thing. You're like, I was like, whoa! Well, I never noticed that before. And it's again, it's like real quick, but it's like. He just built a snowman that looks like the chief and just smashed his face in. Well, at least they had the Land of Misfit toys, which is like the Special Olympics, I guess. There's a place yeah. for We're for on the island of misfit toys. <laughs> Freeman, mommy's pointing her finger at me like, you better shut it. We're, we're in support of it, of, of the rude parts, in a fun way. We love the cartoon, Freeman, mommy, but... The island of misfit... For people misfit. to say that there's nothing there, there's not more than nothing there. A dolly for doo-doo, say ba-ba-doo-doo. All right, guys, well, let's take Rudolph off the list. There's a yeah. lot of stuff out there. we got the Shreks now. We've got uh, you know all the new stuff. We've got the new uh, Kurt Russell film. Uh, Ralphie. I watched got the, all the Kurt Russell stuff. thing again. <laughs> what, what, what is the one, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, where it's got the guy yeah. with the weird nose? Santa Claus. So, oh, yeah, it's got, it's got the, uh, the Winter Warlock and uh, uh, Burger Meister Meister Burger. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, burger, but, meister, meister, burger. But what? What's the one taking Rudolph off the table? What? What's the one for you guys? What's uh, the my, one you mine is maybe... hands down Elf. Every year I gotta watch Elf. I know people are hit and miss with Will Ferrell, See? but first of all, oh, what's her name? We want to watch Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, I fell in love with her. Like she was a major crush when that movie came out, especially yeah. when she's singing in the shower. Wow. Yeah, she's just such a cute Elf. little pixie girl. She's so cute. I don't know. I just thought it was so much fun, that movie. I always laugh at it. So that's, that's it my Christmas go-to. I always feel uh, bad for uh, Zoe Deschanel at the end of that movie. She's, like, all alone on Christmas, and she's eating her little noodles, and she's sitting. And, I, yeah, you're all like, you're like, I just want to take her away from all this. <laughs> you know, like, Zoe, so I'll sad. do it. I'll take you out. Don't yeah, like, she looks so, like, she shouldn't be alone on Christmas. She's so cute. <laughs> Yeah, well, like Freeman was just saying, Miracle on 34th Street. I've never seen that movie till this year. No. I sat down and I was like, you know what? I want to watch an old classic. But they were talking about these. I talked about this last year. A lot of the old classics, like a Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, what's the one where the guys running down the streets? Wonderful life. It's a Wonderful Life. Which it's a Wonderful Life. I, a lot of these movies were, were like. I've never watched. I'm going to say something real quick. I've never watched It's a Wonderful Life. I've been meaning to watch It's a Wonderful Life for like 30 years. No joke. And I never do it. It's like long as shit. And uh, I, my, my dad has never seen it either. Somehow, and we have a plan. We're, we are, we've decided we're gonna watch that fucking movie finally after decades of meaning to. It's it's getting watched this year before right. Christmas. Right. What, what they were talking about on radio last year, and I think I brought it up here on ZombieCast. That a lot of those movies back in the day were movies that were so horrific that, that they actually were considered bad movies, but they've been brought back so many times, year after year after year, that they're actually classics now. But Miracle on 34th Street, I, I really liked it. Santa's acting kind of got on my nerves and a yeah. couple of the people, but it's a good movie. 
They remade hey, that hey, with hey. Richard Attenborough too. The the uh, John Hammond or the the Jurassic Park guy. Yeah, but but the thing the thing that bothered me about the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is he kept saying I, I am Santa. I am and, and, you know and, and there's ways that we know that Santa could have been like wow that's how you know I'm Santa. Pull a toy out of your sack or something or fly yeah or get a reindeer. I mean, the, but he went to jail and, like and all this Russell stuff. And it was like I can't believe they don't believe I'm Santa. And, and I love the movie. Don't get me wrong, but I was like it's one of those movies where you're just like. Damn it, Santa, just say Help it. yourself, show Santa. him. Help yourself. Yeah. Like Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles, he's like pulling electric guitars out of his ass and doing all this crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. I still so, have to see it. We're going to see that Christmas Eve. We're saving that for like our yeah, Christmas Eve movie. It, it's, it's like a generic plot. But Kurt, like, I, I, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but I got to just bur- – the second time I watched it, it's I think I, th- I liked it more than the first time. Oh, yeah. And I got to watching when like they're del- the, there's, a, there's like a whole montage in there where they're delivering presents because he's Santa. And the way he's like – Leaping off the sleigh like an action movie and shit is pretty fucking awesome. He's like back, he's like back flipping off the sleigh and landing on roofs, and then like leaping into the air and slam dunking like Daryl Dixon tank, like throwing like you know throwing a grenade into a tank barrel. He's like slam dunking gifts down chimneys and shit. It's pretty awesome. But but, but the, what I got from it, Matt, is, is one movie that I like was called The Santa Claus, and it had Dudley Moore in it and John Lithgow, and they were making these suckers where people fly. And oh, was that, that was Santa like, Claus the movie, I think? Santa Claus the movie, yeah. yeah. And, and where he's like, yo, that's how you make the reindeer go. But but after watching all these movies, Matt, the thing with Kurt Russell, it's almost like people that made the, the new movie with Kurt Russell and the Netflix people got together and been like, okay, these are the laws of Santa. And if you remember whenever they brought back the Star Wars movie, The Phantom menace mm-hmm. and they walk up with the lightsaber and they put it in the door and it starts getting red hot yeah and all of us were like that's the stuff we would do with lightsabers well this movie's kind of like that mm-hmm. with santa because it's like they sit down and it's like all right we these are the rules of santa let's, let's like and like Taylor was talking about how he goes house to house and the way that santa works and you know this movie is it's like it takes all those rules of santa and puts them in front of your kid's face and, and you're like that's how it works that's kind of cool they answer a lot of questions that's that little kids Santa. have. I'm looking but you know what I mean? Like, like when you first watched The Phantom Menace, you're like, you know, all of us were like that when they stuck the lightsaber through the door. That was a, that was a pretty, you know, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a whatever movie, but that was, that, I remember in the theater that was kind of cool because you never seen anybody do that with a lightsaber. And it was kind of like, that's just common sense. But it was why the are, rules why are people, of the lightsaber. You have this fucking laser sword <laughs> that can cut through <laughs> anything. Why is no one ever like... There's never been a scene where somebody hacked a door down or anything, and Liam Neeson just jams it through the door, and it's like it's so hot it's melting the metal. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, no, was our producer cool. gave us a name of a movie that we should mention, which is Krampus, and that was yeah. actually a decent horror movie. You didn't like it? I've right. never seen Krampus. Oh, yeah, it was all right. I, I wasn't oh. excited, excited as everyone else was about it. Oh, I thought that was I, right I, I need out. to watch it. I like the the creature design in that movie. That was yes. really creepy. <laughs> kind of like a weird, what? kind of moosey, big guy type thing. Yeah. What is the other horror movie that, of recent time? Black Christmas. I, the, it's not the recent, picture, though. That's like... Well, not recent, but but the, the cover of that box draws me in. I've never seen it. The way that it's got the Christmas lights on it You and have stuff, never I, seen Black Christmas? I've never seen Black, Black Christmas. Black Christmas is rad. <laughs> really? That, is, that movie is awesome as hell. Yeah, that, that, is, a, that is a creepy, creepy movie. Watch uh. Black Christmas. with the, Get the kids around. Watch Black Christmas this week. Yeah, gather the kids for Black yeah. Christmas for sure. The whole the yeah. whole movie it's it's just a simple plot. It's about it's about a uh, has Margot Kidder in it, 
Yeah, it's just about sorority girls. It was like, you know, they, they're in a sorority house and a bunch of them go home for Christmas, but a small group of them, like five or six of them, stay at college and they're just in the sorority house alone and they're just being stalked by a nameless and faceless weirdo is just stalking them and they don't know who it is. They don't know where he is. And he's calling him on the phone and being creepy as shit. And so, like, basically, it's, when he calls him on the phone, this is what it sounds like. He's like, you fucking cunt, cunt, you fucking cunt. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's ah. creepy. And they don't know what's going on. And it's, it's, got, it's got, to me, one of the like, creepiest final shots in movie history. The, the final shot is so creepy. Catch it. Catch I'll, it, I'll check it out, then. All right. All right. Is it a good Christmas movie or a day after Christmas? No, it's it's a good Christmas movie. It's a to- like there's there's no you know like is Die Hard a Christmas movie? But like this is this is an absolute Christmas movie, and it's I mean the whole thing takes place in a sorority house with beautiful Christmas lights and snow, and it's it yeah it's very Christmassy, but well, but very see. dark. You guys are giving me I, I've been low on Christmas spirit this year, man. This is really helping. So me, here's guys. another thank you, thank you guys. Here's another great one, and this is the one actually Ted talked about last year. Uh, better watch out. Yeah. That's, I've never seen that. That's a really good movie, uh, Sean. I think you'll like it. It's got a cool little twist that kind of changes the whole movie. Sean, I would recommend for you uh, $4.99, just for one month, you can get Shudder. And you yeah. can watch it. Okay. Has, it has an Xbox app. It ha- they have Black Christmas and Better Watch Out, both on Shudder. So why don't you just sign up for like one month of Shudder? And you can watch the Joe Bob Christmas special on Friday, too. But. You can you can watch both of those movies on there. They also just put the uh, the uh, the la- what's it called the um uh oh god Channel, I saw it in the Channel theater Channel. I saw it in the theater like two weeks ago the all the creatures were stirring which I saw in the theater which a friend of mine made that so I'm gonna sort Is of keep my opinions decent? to myself. Okay, I saw the trailer <laughs> and I'm like, do they do they have the movie? The best thing I've ever seen. I can't man I'm, I know the name of this movie I cannot think of it but it's the movie where it's got the guy with the, it's a an Australian school, and I talk about this movie a lot, and I can't think of the damn name of it. But uh, where, where the, the, these people kind of kidnap or, or terrorize this school class and her teacher, and one of them's dressed up like a duck, one's a cat, one's a Santa Claus, and reindeer games. They, they, no, and the kids end up living in a cave, and you'll see Santa Claus. He's got Red a double Dawn. barrel shotgun. No. <laughs> What what movie was that? Is that Point know. Break? Point Break? Point Break is it Point Break? <laughs> no. Is it Wall Street? Let me see Santa. Wall Street. Bill, and, Bill and Ted's Excellent Wait. Adventure. Gone. Is it no. uh, Alien Women Are Crazy? Earth Girls Are Crazy. Earth Girls Are Easy. These Earth Girls Are Easy. Was it? Uh, was, uh, I think this was. Uh, was this? Um, was it Arthur Two on the Rocks? <laughs> no. Was it Borat? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Borat. Okay, I think we got. God bless. What was Borat. the name of this movie? But God, I'm gonna find that name of it. And see, see if it's on Shutter. I see. There's a Black Christmas remake out of 2006. Or there, there was a remake. Yeah, but yeah, yeah Sean, sign up for Shutter for like again. It's only 4.99 for a whole month. Sign up for just a month, and Jeez. there's a. They have like a lot of uh, Stephen King stuff up there right now too. I watched like Channel Silver Z- Bullet, yeah. Channel Zero. I don't know why you're not watching Channel Zero. Yeah, eh, just it's I gotta get I gotta get to that because it's just it's like four seasons, isn't it? Yeah, but each season is a different story. Yeah, all yeah. the Channel Zeros up there. Um, so yeah, Shutter's all the only flaw Shutter has is they don't keep movies very long. Like they uh, 
like they they put up Silent Night, Deadly Night. They had it for two weeks and they took it back down. So it's like they they do not buy very long licenses Fortress. for their movies. Fortress. Fortress is the name of it. An Australian school teacher and her students are kidnapped. She is uh, in the fight for her life, trying to escape from their captors. But one of them is Ted. You you'll remember this. Hold up. There's the teacher and the cat man. Let me try to see if they got a picture of the Santa Claus. They don't. God bless. God bless. <laughs> All right, Ted. I'm putting in our super secret chat. Here's a picture of. Where's the super secret chat? It's even so hidden. I can't even find it. Yeah, hey, just put it in the zombie cast. Super nuts. There you go. It, th- there's the cat man. Then there was a guy with the duck and a guy with the Santa mask. Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, that's weird. I'm sure that's a that's not a Christmas no, movie though. There's the there's the movie. It's called Fortress. Right. Cool. And there's one scene where the teacher gets all down in her panties and swims, and I was yeah. like twelve when I watched it. And, but uh, but look it up, Ted. That, that's a good horror movie. It's suspense, kind of. Well, but uh, so, so what was yours, Ted? What was your favorite? Uh, I, got, I got I got two I'm going to mention quick that are probably people don't know. Um, <clears throat> the things I have to watch every single Christmas, and I've been watching these forever. Uh, another one, one of them is a Rankin Bass, just like uh, Year Without a Santa and Rudolph. But it's I think it's one of like the not as popular as the others. But to me, it's it's my favorite one. It's called Twas the Night Before Christmas, and it's it's not claymated. It's actual hand drawn animation, and it's about a uh, there's a clockmaker. And he has a family of mice that live in his house, you know, and he talks like the the mice can talk. So he's like, hello, Father Mouse. It's like, hello, how are you doing? You know, they talk. Well, the son of the mice, like one of the kids is a little dickhead. And he writes a letter to Santa being like, you're a phony and a fraud and no one believes in you and blah, blah, blah. And it pisses Santa off. So Santa says he's not going to deliver any presents to that town. Um, so so to wow. make to try to uh, fix the problem. The clockmaker makes like builds this giant clock that at midnight on Christmas Eve is going to play this Christmas music to try to win Santa's favor back. So he'll come deliver presents, and it's it's just real good. It's I I love it, and it's got a great song. It's got a uh, a the song goes Sean just like this. It goes like you'll hope and I'll hurry. You'll pray while I plan. We'll do what's necessary oh. cause even a miracle needs a hand. Hmm. That's how it goes. It's such a good little cartoon. And I think the whole thing's on, the whole thing might be on YouTube. It's one of those where somebody has put it up. I'll check. Uh, but right. Twas the night before Christmas is great. And mm-hmm. another one I watched that is one of the most bananas movie Ever. It was a made-for-TV movie that I saw when I was, like, six. And I have watched it every single Christmas. It is called uh, The Night They Saved Christmas. Hmm. Have you ever heard, heard of this. this movie? No. The plot of this movie, guys. This is, And I've gotten Sub-Z hooked on this movie. He's a super fan. It, it stars uh, Jacqueline Smith from Charlie's Angels. The plot yeah. of this movie is um, Art Carney plays Santa. It's, a, it's an oil company is in the North Pole, and they are bombing, looking for oil. They're dynamite they trying to get... Oh, okay. trying to, say what? Are they fracking in the North Pole? I don't know what the fuck. But they're, they're dynamite. They are dynamiting trying to find oil, and comes to find out uh, Santa Claus actually comes to the wife of the guy running the company. Mm-hmm. Basically kidnaps her and the children and takes them to his house, it, which is like some crazy Willy Wonka place, and he says, we've got a problem. 
your husband is bombing for bombing for uh, for, for for oil. And he's planted a bomb at this specific location on Christmas Eve. Well, if he does it there, he's going to blow up, blow me up and blow up my house. <laughs> so basically an evil oil company is going to blow up Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. And the plot is that the, the wife and kids have to convince their oil, uh, <laughs> oil tycoon husband and his company not to blow up Santa Claus. <laughs> this is literally the plot. This it is, is a Hallmark it, movie or something like that? It is so fucking good. It's, it's good in the, like all the worst ways. And, okay. and I'll yeah. tell you what, I know we don't bring up like Matflix and all that, but this is a movie that's impossible to track down. It's not available anywhere. So I, ha- I have a DVD rip of this movie. <laughs> You're not selling me on this thing. I don't know if I'm going to be taking time to watch this. Oh, dude, give it a, just give it a minute. Just give it a minute. All right. All right. Um, I'll upload it somewhere, and you guys can. And I also have Twas the Night Before Christmas, too. Uh, both of these, I have, I have really high-quality rips of them. So if you just just put it on, put it on for five minutes. I think your kids would love Twas the Night Before Christmas. It's really cute. It's only like twenty minutes, and it's got little mice. Is in it. Is that the mouse? Yeah, yeah. That that's really good for kids. But the other one is one of the most weird and dumb movies ever. Uh, mm. So Twas the Night right. Before Christmas. Those are my two that, and I wanted to pick two that most people probably don't know about. So you know, <laughs> no, that's awesome. The night they um, saved yeah. Christmas. Art Carney as an asshole Santa Claus. Yeah. So for me, uh, I, I like I like all the classics. You know, we couldn't mention Rudolph. There's Grinch that I yeah. love. There's uh, you know, I, I absolutely love the new Shrek. It probably came on the last twelve, fifteen years. Uh, I guess Ashton was a kid. Shrek came out before Ashton was born. I guess Shrek's approaching twenty years old, probably. But uh, the Shrek Christmas. With Donkey and the Gingerbread Man and all those guys is, is always a treat. Yeah. Uh, w- one that I don't like is I, I don't like anything Charlie Brown. I don't, I, I don't either. I don't no, know why. I've it's never just understood a, a Debbie the Downer. popularity. I have never understood the popularity. I I, I swear every single um, I haven't seen Charlie Brown Christmas this year. I think I missed it. But every single Halloween, they're like. It's the Great Pumpkin. Charlie Brown is going to be on Thursday on CBS, and I always. Every year, I put it on, and instantly, I'm like, "This, this is, is this is fucking garbage. What is this? <laughs> the hallow the Halloween one? Yeah, and the then Halloween the Christmas. Christmas. What are you talking about? The Christmas? Oh my patch? god! Wow, that, that me, one, the Halloween just... one's better than the Christmas one. At least that one's kind of got a plot to it. The Christmas, Christmas one is so. The only thing I like in the Christmas one is the opening shot where it's snowing and they're ice skating, and it's. Christmas time is here. Just because that opening is very nostalgic. <laughs> whenever I was a kid, I think these used to come on back to back, Ted and Matt. You you might remember, but it was like it seems like Berenstein Bears and Charlie Brown would would have like a Christmas special. But I I wish they would play that old show. You remember they would always have specials. What was it? Is that what they were called? The Berenstein Berenstein Yeah, Berenstein Bears. Bears I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, th- their shows were good, but, man, those are just unheard of anymore. Those were great books as a kid. Oh, I also like, love uh, Frosty moral. the Snowman is, is, again, it was always about Frosty and Rudolph when I was a kid. And the Frosty Happy the Snowman cartoon birthday. is actually, that one sold up. That's actually still a good good little cartoon. Uh, with Then John Goodman's on the, re- the second one. Uh, the second Frosty one's trash. Back. I don't even know what the yeah. fuck they made that shit. Like they Is that always the magician or they always no, try to the show that one, after right? they always say Frosty and Frosty Returns. Does anyone ever stick around for Frosty Returns? Yeah. Such garbage. They are always back to back, ain't they? 
Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a better. But John scene. Goodman's got a good voice, man. He's yeah. he's just got that voice. He's one of them actors. I mean, think of the things that he's been in. Well, yeah, movie wise, man, he's been sure. in everything. But uh, you know, it's still the one the one that that always is the closest to my heart, and, and I and I can't even say that I watch it every year, but it was one that that my mom used to always love, and we would watch together. And it's uh, Santa Claus, the movie, the one that I talked about earlier. That's got uh, Dudley Moore. Moore. Yeah. He's the elf that, uh, you know, he gets ill at Santa and quits and goes and works for John Lithgow, which is making these suckers that lets kids fly. They eat it, you know, you can fly <laughs> for 45 seconds and then float mm. safely back down to the ground. But, mm. uh, you know, his popularity is, is, is on the commercials and on all the TV ads and all the newspapers. Uh, so his popularity is surpassing Santa Claus, and people are not wanting the toys. And then... Dudley Moore kind of quits Santa and goes to work for the lollipop guy. Then all the toys are starting to fall apart. And, but, but it's, uh, you know, there's a, a homeless kid and a rich girl that, that kind of become boyfriend and girlfriend in the end, love interest. But uh, it, it's just a good movie. I think that's the first movie where they used real reindeer, like from your area, Matt. It yeah. looks like they got uh, fur, <laughs> fur on the antlers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, but if anything, the takeoff, the first takeoff, whenever you see Santa take off and the reindeers take are running and, and they're they're using the real ones, it is really a good treat. Have either of you guys seen this movie? And this was a big movie in the theater whenever I was a kid. And I don't know I got you guys about a few years. I remember watching Ralphie in the theater. But Santa Claus the movie is a really good movie. Matt, Ted, are you familiar with this movie? I, I am familiar. I haven't seen it, but I, I know what it is. For yeah. the name, yeah. You mentioned Christmas story. I think that's like the penultimate yeah. Christmas movie. Well, not penultimate. Like the like the one everyone goes to, right? It's kind of like uh, the Big Lebowski for me, and the, the Fear and Loathing. You know, I, I know all the lines to Ralphie, and, and it's just you know what? I love that it, movie. But the worst thing about that movie is Ralphie's little brother. I don't know what the weird direction with that little kid was, but you remember when they're eating dinner, and that little kid, he's yeah, he's just like a little pig kid, and he's crawling <laughs> and like under sinks and stuff, and he's being a little gross, little idiot. I'm like, what is this kid? Is this kid? mentally handicapped is that the point of this whole movie i don't understand ah oh, daughter your little kid is a little retard <laughs> uh, i don't know did I you know no, ralphie was an elf the the actor yeah yeah ralphie. yeah yeah i didn't know that till i recently. saw that the other day yeah i didn't know that till recently like mm-hmm. like a literally by recently meaning like a week ago yeah i saw it on reddit or something i was like oh, yeah okay yeah he played one of the employees in the the mall that they were at but they uh but 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 I, I love them all. The Grinch, the new Grinch, the old Grinch. Uh, I love. I want to see the new Grinch that was in the theater. The new, the new, new Grinch. They've made it three yeah. times now. I, yeah, I, I think they made. A, I think it's made a ton, ton of money too. The new one. Xander saw it. He loved it. He says it's pretty funny. I can, I can wake him up if you want to get a review out of Xander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go wake him up, Matt. Yeah, sure. Uh, up anyway. But traditions, you know, traditions, it's always big in everybody's family. I'm sure there's some things. You know, we, we've lost a lot of traditions this year, uh, you know, with losing Angie's pops. Used to, it was wake up and kind of bum rush, open presents, take showers, watch parade, run up there. But uh, we're, we're kind of here this year. I, we really don't have nowhere to go. It's going to be a little bit down. So we're actually doing a little bit extra for Christmas this year. Uh, but it's... Tra- traditions Ash, is everything. going to get three iPads this year. Yeah. Yeah. One for each hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, one of the things that I like is, is there, there's a community that's a, a couple of miles from my house, and the whole community, probably 
literally 500 houses, kind of a nicer part of town. Do the this this thing where they lift all these colored tree balls up in the sky. Mm-hmm. It's uh, over near, kind of near the Apple Store. But uh, you you go through this neighborhood and there's literally thousands of these balls way up in the air. And there's you're driving through the neighborhood and it's always you know a long line of traffic and you see people out in their front yard having cocoa or having beers in the cooler out there and it's like all the neighbors get together because they know that the traffic's going to be high. And and this is the whole month solid. No matter what day you go there, there's always traffic and people turn the lights out. You know to kind of play a part of the theme and it's you know we always go get donuts after that and this is always pre-christmas but it's just one thing that i absolutely love and uh something we haven't done this year yet you know we're doing it this saturday night and i'm pretty stoked about it and uh you know and and for me when it comes to traditions christmas eve i've always said is better than christmas day itself oh yeah all is calm the kids are making the cookies we're putting out the reindeer food some wine just yeah, I find Christmas Day. We don't have to drive nowhere. We're home. Uh, you know, all is safe in our kingdom. All is quiet and peaceful. I love Christmas Eve. About six p.m. Uh, it is is the best. What about you guys? I find I find Christmas Day kind of depressing because it's over. You know, like you open yep. the gifts and you and, it, and then it's over. But uh, like, like I've always enjoyed the snowing. Then the snow stops. I've, I've like, enjoyed the falling? build up to Christmas more right. than Christmas itself. Like it's same with Halloween. Like I Halloween night, I don't do anything. Like it's just like whatever. But it's like the 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 all October build up of watching yeah. horror movies and all that stuff. Yeah. That's the fun part. And Christmas is the same way. Like watching all the specials and and putting up the decorations and going to the mall and seeing you know whatever. And then Christmas Day is just you're kind of bummed. You're like you open your gifts and whatever, and then it's like, well, it's over, and that's that. But Christmas Eve, we go to like we've done this my whole life. We go to uh, uh, our our giant pretty church, and you know you you light the candles and all that stuff, and it's right. I, it, it it really is nostalgic for me because it reminds me it's been, it's mm-hmm. been the same church my whole life, and it reminds me of being like seven years old sitting in that same exact church with my candle. Just so like losing my effing mind, you know, because it's Christmas Eve and yeah, you just cannot yeah. believe like, oh my god, fucking yeah, Santa Claus is coming today. Santa Claus is coming tonight. I can't fucking miss him. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, and that's and I, and I, every time I'm there, even now, like I go to that place and I I remember like how I felt when I was seven, uh, just going fucking crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's the true. little things, it, man. It all links you back to when you were a kid. Because when you were a kid, Christmas Eve is the best day of the year. Because the best is yet to come. It's the Maybe longest it's, day of the year when you're a kid, too. It's the like, longest, oh, but it, it's that level of energy. Like, there's no rules. The adults are drinking. You get to stay up late. There's, it, It's just a weird day where you just get to have fun. And then you're right. Like, Christmas morning, by 10 o'clock, your presents are all open. The the magic's gone. Now you got to wait the whole day to have dinner with your family. Yeah, and the, like the the fun part's gone. So, oh, Christmas Eve is great. We always get Chinese food. We always stay up late. I always drink a lot. Uh, Tis I love the season. To I love hearing this. Keep it up, Matt. Yeah, but hey. you know we have a super small family, right? I mean, the only relatives we get together are my parents, so they're coming over. Last year we didn't get out of our PJs for Christmas, and I think we're going to try to do that again. We're just going to make a oh, turkey awesome. dinner, just stay yeah. in our PJs, and get progressively drunk all day. Dude, that, that that is good. Yeah. The warmness, man. But God, yeah, I'm so looking forward to Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, you know, always run with the kids too. You know, in the morning, I'm like, yeah, let's let's go get mom one more thing, and we'll go out. Mm-hmm. Just everybody's happy. Yeah, you know, and usually if you go out on Christmas Eve, there's a lot of lone dudes by themselves. 
And uh, I always talk about this that, that are uh, getting that last minute, waiting oh, to the last minute to shop for their wives. I still have yeah. shop today. I've got to go. Man, I'm, I'm looking forward to Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Well, what we're I remember going to a Christmas party this year, ugly sweater party. So you know, <laughs> we get to do that, and then come home and, and get all cozy. And you know what? Got it. The cookies are there, Matt. You know the warm milk. It's been sitting there for a while. And you, you do your you do your thing. That's all I'm going to say. But Matt, being a father is, a, is awesome. Like ten o'clock hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's great. Plus, then you get to eat, great. Then you get to eat the cookies and share them with Santa too. If there's kids listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, my brother and I, like, uh, we... Uh, I'm all warm feeling, guys. I, we need to do shows like this uh, every <laughs> Nostalgia week. Nostalgia shows? Just do Christmas, Christmas cast. Year-round Christmas cast shows dude, every week. <laughs> I've been trying to find it, man. And I, I told Free Moments, like, you know, I, I think tonight I'll get it, talking with the guys. And you know what? This is awesome. <laughs> well, let me tell you, my brother and I, we would do... Uh, uh, some of my favorite memories. Oh, yeah, because Christmas right. to me is all about just remembering and being super depressed about how things aren't as fun as they were when I was a kid. Uh, but yeah, like it was so much more fun. But but you get that magic on Christmas yeah. Eve. It comes back. Well, my brother and I, we would go on Christmas Eve. We we uh, like we had two separate rooms, but my room had two beds in it. My brother had a smaller room, and, but on Christmas Eve we would sleep in the same room. We'd sleep in we'd sleep in twin beds, and we would. Almost like every year, we'd build a Christmas fort where we would string blankets across the room and like nail them to the wall and build an actual fort. We did that a bunch of times, but I remember like Christmas morning would be like uh, we would wake up at like four thirty a.m. <laughs> yeah, mine did four thirty in the morning, and I remember we would go and my and you know you don't realize your poor mother's been. My dad just went to bed; he didn't help at all. But my mom has been up. Like, she literally had just gotten in bed 30 minutes earlier because she's been up all night putting together 10,000 G.I. Joe figures and shit, toys. And we'd go in there and be like, it's time to get up. Before Santa comes. Yeah. And she'd be like, go back to bed until 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, we will get up. And my brother and I, of course, we wouldn't go to bed. We'd go back and we would just sit in the dark on our beds just like, like, oh, my God. Like, Like going fucking crazy. And we had a hallway. Um, that led up to the living room, and the living room was where Santa had had come. And the door, the living room door was locked, so you couldn't get in. And we were too short to read. The lock was on the top of the door, you know. And, oh. we're, and we also were like, we're not going to sneak in before my parents are up. But I remember one of my favorite Christmas memories is we would sneak up the hallway, and no joke, we would lie on the hall floor and try to look under the living room door. And it was pitch black dark in there, so you couldn't see anything. But I remember the feeling of, like, in that darkness is a fucking wonderland of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Santa has our, come. Our dreams there, are in that darkness. <laughs> there, are, there are presents in that darkness. I know there are. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have, like, every whole movie. Like, my dad filmed everything. And, and what would happen is about 5 o'clock, finally, we'd go wake my mom up. And my mom would say, okay, now just sit on my bed. Sit here. While your dad goes and gets everything set up, and he'd go up in the front. I do that. We do that, man. Yeah, he'd go up there and he'd get the fire lit and he'd turn on Christmas music and he'd get the coffee on. He'd get the the cam the camcorder the v, the giant VHS v, you know recorder set up. Yeah, aimed, yeah, aimed yeah. at the living room, and uh, and my mom would you know take us to the end of the hall with the with the big locked door, 
and we were, I just remember you're si- all giddy. Yeah, just, I'm giddy listening. We'd be sitting on the other side of the door, like like and I have a tape. I need I'll crop it out and send it to you so you can see it, Sean. We we'd be sitting on the other side of the door, like oh my god, and you could actually hear us in one of the videos on the other side of the door, like doing that. And then finally, mm-hmm. my dad would go, "All right, come on in." And then my mom would hit the lock and open it, and it was just like a like stampede time, you know, like oh my god, running yeah. in. And our presents were not wrapped. We had a thing where oh. my parents would get all their presents on Christmas Eve, and we did. They didn't wrap ours. They there were two chairs, one on the right, and one on the left, and my mom would literally just pile our toys up in the chairs. So <laughs> when you when you ran in, you would drop down on the floor in front of your chair, and you were just surrounded by like a mountain of shit. Did you like and, that though? Like, didn't you like the anticipation of unwrapping your present, wondering what it is, looking I, at it no, before? Well, that's just the way we did it, and the, yeah. the, the running in there and just it being like in this wonderland of just toys everywhere. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So well, that's just the way we always did it. and I don't know why. And then we we had gradually, you know, but, turned into opening the presents. But well, see. That's a war here, you know, because, Matt, you know, as a parent, whenever Santa comes, you have a choice. Do you want them opened or unopened? And my parents always chose for all the presents to be wrapped. Mm-hmm. And Freema Mommy grew up to where they checked with Santa, you know, that the presents were open. And she would walk in and, and you would instantly see ten, five, three of the gifts that you, whatever you're getting from Santa. And, it, you know, it's all over then. Mm-hmm. And it, usually those, Santa brings the nicer gifts sometimes. Not in our house. Santa, w- we kind of try to outdo Santa, get a little credit here, but uh, but but uh, you know, free mom would say no, no, we need to check with Santa to leave them open, and I'm like, man, you know, no, we can't do that. You know, we have to take turns and open these presents. Yeah, you got to let them. We last. we, we uh, yeah, let it last. But we opened presents as a kid. What about you, Matt? Would you like Ted and the the presents were unopened when you were a kid? Oh, definitely unopened. I mean, the whole part was like I'd get a present, then my dad would get a present, then my mom. Yes. that was round yeah. one, and then we get round two. Like we we would stretch that uh, shit out, man. I want to ask you guys though, what is the worst present you got from your parents when you were a kid? Like, what was the I, most disappointing present? you Well, got? I, I would say one year I peaked. <laughs> and it ruined Christmas. And from then on, there's a strict rule. If I if I find a Christmas present, dude, I'm hot. I don't want to know what I'm getting. Because oh. you know, I, I peaked one year, and I got the super turbo train and a couple other things, and I knew oh, it. Oh, you got the fucking turbo? Is that the one that went up the wall? Yeah. But, I got that I knew, same I knew ahead fucking of time. train. And it, it took the magic. Christmas 87, I got that same train. And I'll tell you what. Same year, dude. I bet same morning, man. Me and you were... Amazing! Very. That, this is what, it had a jump. It would jump off the tracks and land and keep yeah. going. This is what's crazy. Is is uh, uh, that's what's so crazy about this connection we have, Sean? Is that I was going to say the most disappointing I ever t- Christmas ever or not? I never had a disappointing Christmas. My parents went crazy, but I remember there was one time there was a gift that was incorrect where it was like Christmas '86, <laughs> and I went up and there was I'd asked for the Tyco Turbo like rail train that you just talked about. This is the one that went up the wall. And my mom got the wrong one, so she just got this basic, like, Tyco rail train that just went in a circle. It was just a standard train. And I have a video of me on Christmas morning. I'm like, I'm pointing out that that's not the train I asked for. And and then it was the next Christmas I got the train I'd wanted the previous Christmas, uh, which yeah. was the one that went up the wall. Um, so well, I, bet I, I bet I got that train on the year before you got it then, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But... The worst present ever, Matt, was was whenever I was a kid, 
Uh, we would go out to Zares. There were Zares and Kmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was always this robot that I saw. And, it, and on the robot, it had done all these things, you know, and it was kind of on wheels, so it would kind of walk around. But it had smoke that would come out of the mouth, right? And I was like, holy shit. And, and this is where A Christmas Story has it spot on, because when he's thinking about getting that Red Rider BB gun, you know, he's thinking about, you know, he's going to guard the house. He's mm-hmm. going to... He's going to fight off bad, you know, plans are big with the Red Rider BB gun. Well, my, in my mind, I was thinking of the smoke, like smoking up rooms, mm-hmm. you know, all the smoke that would come from this robot. And, you know, I was like, man, you know, you know, I, you know, I was thinking before I got, I was like, you know, I, even you know, if I get it, man, I, I, I can't smoke, make it smoke too much in one room, man. You know, people think the house is on fire type. <laughs> I mean, my, I mean, my, I was, I was really wanting this robot. Well, I opened it and I got it. And I remember. You had to look. I mean, the, the, there was. I don't think that no smoke ever even come out of that thing <laughs> because it was just like. Uh, 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 did you see it, Mom? Did you see it? Did you see it? But my hopes were so big for this robot, right, and I got right. what I wanted. They got it for me, but it was that was kind of my. You know, it was like a fifty dollar robot and back then. That was big money, but that was kind of like my big gift, and it was kind of like. Man, this sucks. <laughs> but my, you know, yeah. but Ralph, you know how Ralphie nails it. Whenever you're a kid and you, like like he was with the Red Rider BB gun, you, your your eyes and your mind is so big on something. You're like, wow, you know, you know, you know, you're gonna go to the extreme of things that you could do with it. You know, you know, you gotta, you gotta, it's like. You know what I'm saying? He was fighting off robbers, catching yeah, bad yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, well, back then, the, the, house. Yeah, the ads yeah. for kids' toys back then were batshit crazy, man. Like, you could do oh, anything Brandles. with these toys. I remember He-Man used to have He-Man underwear, and for an entire year, because the, the commercial showed a little kid putting on He-Man underwear, and he turned into He-Man. And this is before, like, truth and advertising was a thing. <laughs> and I begged my parents for He-Man underwear for, like, I think for, like, my birthday present or something. And they got it for me. They're like, this is just underwear. You don't have to... You have thought to you were going to magically turn into human. Yeah. Yeah, and there was just a moment of disappointment. But the the reason I ask is because there was a couple years when I was like 11 or 12, my dad was on this kick where he's like, he wanted to give me mature presents, like I'm a growing up kid. So yeah. one year, a gigantic box for Christmas. I was looking at it for like a solid three weeks. It run downstairs, I open it up. It was a fucking computer desk. That was my present, like, when I was 11 years old. Oh, that's, that's a, I thought you were going to say, it, I heard computer. No. And I was like, was, oh, then you added the word desk. And I was like, oh. It was a computer desk. And I was like, okay, so where's the real present? And my parents like, no, this is it. You can, you can use it to draw. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm a kid. Why did you get me a computer <laughs> desk? I was so upset. Did you, like throw, did sucks, you, did you smash it on the ground and be like, I hate two, you. Two years later, he got me, like, a dress jacket. That was my big present, like a really expensive yeah. dress. But they they let me return that the next day. I'm like, no, no, no. This is Christmas. I got a rule for Christmas. Don't give me practical gifts. Give me fun gifts. Yeah, I don't, fun. I don't want. I don't want something I need. I want something that's fun and stupid. I wouldn't buy it for myself. That's what Christmas is. <laughs> One Christmas, and, and I'm going to say this, and I know I just told people on Facebook to listen. So there's a lot of local people listening. But there was I, I was I was really wanting this keyboard, right? And it was, uh, I wanted a MIDI keyboard. And, you know, and, and I pointed out what I wanted, what I wanted, what I wanted. And, and Freeman Mommy and my mom went in together and bought me this keyboard that was not what I wanted. Nothing close. And I still feel bad that, I, I feel bad that I felt bad that they got it for me. But I was like, you know, God bless. Why don't, I, why don't they let me buy it? But I still have that keyboard. 
I cherish that keyboard now, but at the time, you know, it was just like, you know, I wanted to plug into my electronic drums and amp, like a synthesizer type thing, you know, $200 back then, but, but they, they got me not what I wanted and they were yeah. so happy about it. They were like, you know, look, look at him, look at him. Well, well, are you happy? We caught you off guard type. Yeah. And, and you're having to pretend. You know, like, and, I, and I, I feel bad that I felt bad that I was disappointed. But <laughs> it's a weird feeling when you disappoint it's one of those your things, parents when they try to do something nice for you. You're like, yeah, thanks. It's... And it's almost like, you know, in a Christmas story to where Ralphie's putting the BBs in and the dad's in the background, you know, you know kind of holding his hands like, you cuff it. You know, his dad was so excited now about close the gun. It up, but... Close it up. Now close it up. Yeah, yeah, close up, close tight, tight. But, but have you ever got one of those, Ted, to where, you know, you, your parents are so happy that they got you something, but it just, it was the next, it was the thing beside the thing that you wanted? I got I to gotta be honest, uh, parents said I hit it out of the park pretty much every year. Nice. <laughs> pretty much yeah. every year I got what I wanted. My um, mom was a single mom, man, most, my whole life pretty much, and she struggled a lot, but Christmas was always big. I don't know. How she did it, I don't know what it was, dude, but Christmas was always big. I would always yeah. get everything that I wanted. I know that it was rough times, and, and you, you know, it was – dude, I, the, I feel the, bad now asking for so much, knowing the struggles that she went through. But mom, dude, always nailed Christmas well, the only somehow. Thing, the only, I, don't, I don't know how, but it was always there. The only thing I ever really wanted to ask for, like three Christmases in a row, I couldn't get was I wanted a Gibson Les Paul electric guitar, and those were like – Three thousand dollars. They're still thirty five hundred. Yeah, and this was back in like the like early nineties when that was like five or six thousand dollars. So that was the one thing. It's like that you just you can't. You're not getting a three thousand dollar electric guitar. Guns and Roses. So, yeah, I, I wanted it because I was obsessed with guns. I pl- I could play the guitar, and I was obsessed with Guns and Roses, and I wanted the Slash guitar. <laughs> but, but the thing is, you forget when you get that guitar, you also have to have like a thousand dollar amplifier to go with it. So it's right. like a Mar- like a Marshall stack amplifier. So it's uh yeah, hmm. but that was not a practical gift. That is was that insane. something you still want? Do you do you ever think about the Les Paul Ted? Not really. To tell you the truth, I guess I should. Maybe I'll think about the Les Paul. <laughs> I don't know. Not really, but uh, I I just wanted one so bad. I I I, I diddle with guitars now, but I I have like an acu- I I prefer acoustic guitar. Uh, to electric. I remember like being when I was a kid. It was like it's got a whammy bar on it. It's a whammy. Like I remember like I saw a guitar and it didn't have the whammy bar, and I was like, I don't want it. It doesn't have a whammy bar. Yeah, you wanted the whammy because I wanted because I was like a little eighties rock fan. It was like whoa, 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 whoa. You did the beginning of Kickstart My Heart. Oh, I could play Kickstart My Heart. I had the uh, Doctor Feel Good tablature book. I could play that whole song. Yeah. I was yeah. I was really good on the guitar when I was like thirteen. Wait, you know, we, we were in Guitar Center the other day because the, there's me and my family are going to start up a podcast, right? It's a uh, Freeman Kingdom family family uh, cast, and, and basically what it is is a show to where you know we're going to sit down, five mics. Me, Freeman, Mommy, and the kids, and kind of connect parents to kids is the premise of the show that we want to start. Like, like I'm sure parents have handed their kids $5 for Fortnite, $5, $5, $5, yeah. $5. But kind of dig in to connect parents to kids. Like, like, what is Fortnite? What are you buying? When I give you $5, Lennon, what am I buying? I don't know. How much are your kids playing Fortnite? Show? Is that, that whole thing where people say kids are obsessed with it and it's – Playing it twelve hours. Oh, they a day. play it. Your kids, they, your kids they got do. like an Ill, a Fortnite illness, like I keep hearing about. Well, Ashton's like that with Overwatch, and Lennon's like that with Fortnite. Well, Overwatch but, is but, fine because Overwatch is awesome, but Fortnite is yeah. kind of garbage. So why is everyone obsessed with it? 
I don't know. <laughs> it's, but, 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 it's a social thing, right? Everyone in your school is playing Fortnite, so you got to get in on yeah, Fortnite. Yeah. But, but, but my, the thing, but what I was going to say was, was I was at Guitar Center the other day because what I want for Christmas is, you know, wireless mics are expensive, but it's something that I could use for the DJ business. But I could use it for this show. So, I, you know, I'm kind of asking for something for all of us, which is like a four-pack of the, the Sure wireless mics, which... It's a little pricey, but we went into Guitar, Guitar Center the other day and uh, was kind of, you know, I was shopping for Santa Claus, you know, kind of getting price checks with Freeman Mommy. We had our, you know, our hot coffee uh, from the local gas station in there looking at stuff. But I was thinking about tablature. You mentioned tablature, Ted. Yeah. And I told Freeman Mommy, I was like, you know, I remember all my buddies, I played drums and I still have a ton of drums here, but, but picking up the tablature books that they had and, Doing like Welcome Home Sanitarium by Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would look at the tablature books and be like, "Wow, I'm actually playing the intro to Sanitarium." Yeah, but but you know, tablatures were big back then. I, I don't know if those books are still like that with the internet out. Uh, but they, I thought about getting like, like a classical acoustic guitar or, or. That's what I have. I have a classical I, I like, guitar and I have like a classical what, tablature book. Was it like the not, like the nylon strings? Yeah, the nylon and, strings, uh, and, and uh, like I, I had, I have a ton of tablature books. I have like, every, I, have, I had all the Motley Crue ones. I had all the Guns and Roses ones. I had all the Metallica ones. Um, I had all the Pearl I Jam ones. I kind of want a guitar, ones. man. Yeah, so I could, Just, I could play "Kickstart My Heart" like exactly. I could play "Fade to Black." I could play. Uh, don't, I remember I could play "Don't Cry" Dust by Guns N' Roses, and that, as you can imagine, I was quite the popular one in my junior high. <laughs> Because I could play Don't Cry on the guitar. Don't you cry Don't you tonight. cry tonight. But I kind of want a guitar, man. So I, I might I might treat myself to a, a DJ gig or something and go get me a, a guitar. Just something like a dad thing. Matt, have you, uh, being a dad, is there ever, like, wants, and like, not necessarily for Christmas, but have you ever thought about, you know, I'd like to do this. You know, be the, the dad that can... Whip out a guitar and play a song like Andy Griffith did, you know, or, or something like this. Matt, I don't know if he's ever thought about like want, Andy this, Griffith. This did, just extreme. This just extreme. That you're like, you know what? Do it like Maybe a I'll hobby. Take I up, don't what? take up guitar <laughs> or something. I, I've really been thinking about that lately. I, but we were in Guitar Center. I was kind of looking at him. I don't know. I I think I'm a cool dad anyway. So I don't know. I don't need a guitar. You are the cool dad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, he doesn't need a guitar to be the coolest. Yeah, I build robots. Me, me and Xander build robots. That's what that, those robots are so awesome. <laughs> and I, I, I'm serious. I need to start posting those on the ZombieCast Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so well, the listeners can see. Now, now you, the, you guys build, take trash and build robots. All right, tell them that. No, it's not that bad. It just Xander's no, no, on, no, no, no. Xander's on a robot awesome. building kick where he just takes all our trash and makes robots out of them. And he's... He's, our house is just littered full of robots now. He made me one for, like, my birthday. That's my office here. And um, now we're getting all those Meccano sets. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Meccano sets. Yeah. It's like make-your-own-toy type thing. Like so an erector those. set type. And he's getting me into them, too. I, I'm just trying to, like, foster this engineering spirit so that he can become super rich and make, make robots. And then, like, hmm. I can retire early. That's, that's my ultimate life goal as a father. But for a kid to brainstorm like that is, is cool because you know, say like yeah, you, know, you got a, a chest plate that's a cereal box and you yeah. know he's got arms yeah. and th- these are like crazy robots. I mean, like, like you can tell that, stuff that, like that. that and, yeah, no, yeah, that his cool. mind is just exploring building these robots. Whether it be the take home thing at the restaurant that you used last night, 
Yeah. Or, you know, they're cool, man. They, you know, yeah, they're pretty neat. They're really awesome. Me and Free Mommy <laughs> look at them all the time. She's like, she's like look, look at this robot that he built and that one. We really do talk about that. Where can that I see awesome, these man. robots? That's I don't awesome. even know what y'all are talking about. I just, Have I not been I, paying I attention or what? Picture, like one, yeah, well, Ted, you never visit my Facebook. You never comment on my Facebook, Ted. I don't comment on anybody. I don't, I, I don't Facebook. I, I use the Facebook Messenger, but I don't really Facebook. No, you comment, but you never like the status that you comment on. I mean, that's just Facebook etiquette, Ted. If you're gonna comment, well, I'm looking you down like your Facebook too. page for robot. It was a picture of you with some green thing in front of a giant mansion here. Well, now I just feel weird that there's a picture of your fucking smoking my... hot wife here. Oh, did you see the picture with <laughs> the Santa Claus picture or Winnie's? Uh, there's a picture of a Winnie crying, screaming her head off. I like the t-shirt blanket you guys made. Yeah, the quilts. That's a good idea. Eh? It's, it's it's all Mariana's idea, not mine. But we took his. It's turning into Dadcast, so I'll stop soon. But it, we took like all his onesies and his uh, his old T-shirts and made a quilt out of it. It's oh, cool. oh, wait a minute. This one. tin can one robot. I see a robot there. There's one. Of Go them. down. There's a there's a picture of Winnie who looks like shockingly similar to Xander yeah. to the point that it's like bizarre. I get aggravated because I think it's nostalgic videos on Matt's. Yeah, page, I, I, I swear daughter. to God, you posted, you posted one of Winnie, and I thought it was like a four, like a three or four year old video of Xander when he was like a one. Yeah, and I found it was a new video. I was like, I was like, what was this time travel? What's happening? Yeah, they're well, pretty, Matt, uh, I, you you know, like, like I'm sure, you, I'm sure people tell you all the time, hey, your kids look just like you, and you're like, I just don't see it. And I'm like that all the time. I'm like, I, you know, Ashton looks say, so much like, like you now, though. It's, oh, I see, see, I, I see I, these I don't, robots. I don't see it at all, but do you see how much your kids look like? Do you see what, like, like for oh, people yeah, no, out looking in, how much your kids look your alike? Your kids look exactly, I've never seen yeah. two like siblings twins. look as close I mean, like literally twins. It's pretty good. And twins yeah. that are like four years apart. They look, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, but both of your kids look exactly like you, and they look exactly like their mom. My they only favor both fear. of you guys Oh yeah, so much. no, no, they're I, yeah, they they they're they're clones. My only fear is, I mean, I remember dating a girl that looked a lot like her brother, and then when I saw her brother, I'm like, ah, oh, this is weird because I couldn't get like his picture out of my head. It's like Hulk Hogan's daughter, who uh, <laughs> she, she would be hot, but she looks exactly like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But thank you, Sean. I appreciate those kind words. Um, when he yeah, becomes a famous see- robot maker, I'll, I'll link you in. Because the robots are going to take over, right? So I'm just trying to We're get gonna, the ground You know floor. what's going to happen is, is, uh, you see is, is Xander's going to grow up to be the guy, uh, the black dude from Terminator 2 that <laughs> that uh, that was like, hut, 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 and then he dropped the thing and blew up Skynet. <laughs> Remember that scene? That's Xander's going to become that guy, and Schwarzenegger's going to have to come back in time, and we need you to come and help us destroy the, the Skynet. Yeah, I got hey, the- Ted, I, I scrolled down, look at our super secret chat. This is what I was talking about. We must go back in time. Look oh, how brilliant that is. We must stop those, the man. child from building trash robots because cool, it leads to him building real robots. There's, there's three <laughs> robots in one picture. Yeah, that, that is that, awesome, that's, man. That's the picture I just saw. That was just like one day of him. Oh, going you didn't see trash. the one above it? Why, the one you just posted, I saw. Yeah, yeah, those robots, I'm telling you, when that, those things are... Uh, tearing our hearts out in about 10 years from now it's not gonna be I'll, so no, I'll, I'll program them so they save you yeah like you're you're on the inside don't worry guys you're, you guys are safe you and your families are safe yeah we're on the we're on the not There's to be harmed by one. the xander yeah. robots list you're on the not kill robots list. now uh, oh i was about to say you're why are you wearing a unicorn that's a david bowie thing okay that's a bojack horseman david bowie thing yeah, yeah. i saw those at hot topic the other day that shirt oh, i love that shirt it's awesome 
Hot Topic's a cool store, man. I like going in there. You know, people used to make fun of Hot Topics, but I go every single time. They got cool stuff now. I don't know if it used to be like an emo goth store, and that's why people made fun of it. But now it's just an it store. It's like yeah. a weird I go there every store. Black Friday. Every Black Friday here in the U.S., $10 shirts across the board. Yeah, I got a badass Friday Jason Voorhees shirt there a while back. Just I was at Hot Topic. It's like, it's like all of our shirts are 9,000% off just today. It's like, what? <laughs> we pay you. We'll give you money, and they had like some awesome Jason, like gray. My favorite yeah. shirt color is like gray. I saw the color like gray and brown, and and they had this gray shirt with just Jason's mask, and inside the mask you see Chris, like Camp Crystal Lake. Is it's it was an awesome looking shirt, <laughs> and I got. See, I always it. I always argue with the people up there. I'm like, and I go in there with with, with big guys. I'm like, free mommy, they're gonna have it this time. They're gonna have a, a Skrillex shirt or a Diplo shirt. <laughs> And I go in there, and they got poison and Guns and Roses and shirts that I bet they haven't sold in twenty years. I'm like, you guys got any Skrillex in the back? And they're like, Skrillex? No. You can probably find. I mean, Skrillex D- DJs, but but DJs are big. You would think that they would have those shirts in there. Whenever they've still got like thirty seconds to Mars, ten versions of those shirts. But one thing they do have is Rage Against the Machine shirts that always go in there. And yeah. when I wear one out and I, I've been looking, and I know I can look it up, but I, it's one of those shirts that, I, and I've mentioned this before, that I want to walk in and find and buy it, and it's the Rage Against the Machine shirt with just the typewriter uh, icon. What do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? The way that a letter is. Font? Font. Well, it's a typewriter font. It just says Rage Against the Machine, and I haven't found it yet. All right. If I but see it, I love, but, but I love Hot Topic. Yep. If you see it, let me know. Oh, I would geez. I would buy it from somebody, but I don't want to order it from somewhere. Sometimes, for me, every time I order a shirt from Amazon, that's where you get cheap shit. <laughs> it's always you, know, you. You. I literally, if I order a shirt from Amazon, I know I get three, maybe four good wares in it before it's all wonky. Hmm. Well, because you're usually buying right. from like a, a craftsperson, right? Who just has like a printing shirt at, thing at home. And they're just going well, through Amazon. Or like Hot Topic. Yeah, I'll buy shirts from there. But I could order Rage Against the Machine from somebody off of Amazon. And like I said, I'll get four good wares out of it. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, is it a, you see my belly on it? Yeah, this wasn't a belly shirt when I first bought it. <laughs> shrunk, like, like it don't shrink up sideways. It's like tall-wise. But I, I don't have good luck buying shirts from Amazon. But a Skrillex shirt, Hot Topic should get, you know, DJs are big right now. They should have something Zed or something in there. There you go. Hot Topics, yeah, we go. know you're listening. There's yeah. more to, uh, we'd like to do a sponsorship deal with Hot Topic, you Hot Topic. Yeah. Yep. There's well, more I do lo- the I do love doing this show with you guys every year. It's yeah. another, you know, ZombieCast turns, I believe, eight on January Damn, 1st. ZombieCast recorded its very first episode way back on January 1. It was New Year's Day. Uh, so I do want to thank everybody this Continue to listen and jumped on board listening through the years. Me, Matt, and Ted absolutely love doing it. I love doing it. Uh, but these shows like this, man, is is what it's all about. Fellowship and goodness and, you know. Goodwill, towards, goodwill good. towards men, peace on earth. You, I mean, you could throw a million different people together to do a show like this and it just wouldn't connect. And you know what? I felt the warmness and the love from you guys, man. I love doing these shows. It's awesome. Well, blessed be to you. Are we going to, we're not going to talk before the new year? I guess not, eh? Blessed uh, are well, well, you know what? There's yeah. New, the problem the problem we have is is New Year's Eve and Christmas. We might not have a show for a while because huh. New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve are Mondays. 
Not unless we stick something in there. But I thought, Ted, if you happen to see a movie, record 15 minutes, send it to me, and I'll I'll add all the stuff to it and upload it. I I saw stuff. We we could get up and do a a quick 20 somewhere, being that we record the way that we do now. I saw House on Haunted Hill. I watched all of the House on House. I keep saying the House on Haunted Hill. The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. That woman's so hot in that show. Carla Gugina. Didn't I tell you, Ted, she looks like a young uh, Angelina Jolie? Like all the, yeah. she's not young. She's the like na- forty. The, na- the neighbor and the main lady. She's forty-seven. Uh, the the um, really Carly Gina's forty-seven. Yeah, no. I looked her up, but like all the kids, like uh, the like all the like they have some good. Those five kids are really good looking. Like they have like uh, the 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 oldest daughter, which is like the mortician, is right. really pretty. But then like the middle daughter, Kate Seigel or whatever her name is, is she's in the movie Hush. Do you ever see Hush? It's on Netflix. It's about it's it's it, Mike Flanagan who made The Haunting of Hill House. He made a movie called Hush, and he made a movie called Gerald's Game, and he also is the director of of Doctor oh, Sleep I'm, that has I'm Alex Esso in it. I'm ca- I'm talking about Kate Siegel. She's the uh, Angelina Jolie lookalike. Oh 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 yeah no she's she's like thirty something, but yeah yeah she she's the wife of she's Mike Flanagan. She's younger than me. Oh that sucks. Yeah, That's but weird. Mike Flanagan di- is directing uh, Doctor Sleep, which Alex Essos and the the uh, Ewan McGregor Shining sequel, and he no. also made Hush. Did you see Hush with Kate Siegel? No, no, I did not. Well, it, if you like Kate Siegel, Matt, it's I on Netflix, and Peggy, she is Peggy the Bundy. star of that movie. <laughs> The whole, yeah, she, it, it's that's Katie Siegel, right? Is the uh, Peggy? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Hush is directed by Mike Mike Flanagan as well, and she, it's literally a one lady show. Like the whole movie is just. It's like Tom Hanks and Castaway, where you better like Tom Hanks if you're going to watch this movie. This uh, this movie is just her, basically every single shot, and the plot of it is she is. Uh, oh, I saw this one. Yeah, she's deaf, right? She's deaf, and yeah. she's yeah. she's a writer, and she's living alone in a cabin in the woods to finish her book. Yeah, and she's deaf, and a guy starts stalking her at her cabin, and she doesn't even know what's happening because she's deaf. So he's like right. walking. He's like standing behind her in the room, and she can't hear him. And he's like banging pots and shit. It's, it's a it's creepy pretty decent. movie. Yeah. All right, guys. But, wait, so, with, with that show, Ted. The other night on my giant iPad, we we got an island bar in our kitchen, and a lot of times I'll stand there with my headphones on and I'll just browse through. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start House on Haunted Hill. The Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> See, you did ha- it too. Haunting the Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. And I, I I went through the first three episodes together. Uh-huh. And it seemed, I was like, you know, people's talking about how spooky this is. Now, there's another show that's on called Haunted or Haunting. Yeah. It's a documentary that's on Netflix that is spooky as shit. And it's just people talking about things that whenever they were a kid. And, yeah. And Netflix does this thing where they reenact like this lady in the closet that was haunting this little girl for years. That was scary. But I haven't been haunted yet. And I'm three deep. What what am I missing? To? I, I, I don't know. Story, I'll tell you. I think. I'll tell you a, what. A like cool uh, uh, the haunting of Hill House, I thought it was. Everybody amazing. says it is terrifying. I thought the first seven episodes were amazing, and I, I I was disappointed by how it ended with the revelation of everything. No, I was no, like, no, 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 don't spoil. Don't spoil. I'm not going to spoil. I'm three D. I'll finish it before we come back. Then. But the first seven, I I loved like like I loved episodes two, three, four, five, and six and seven. Like I because each one deals with like each character. Like each one of the kids is. Like the, what happened to him at the house, and and why they are the way they are, and that's mm, yeah. And I thought it was I thought episode two dealt with like the mortician girl. It was great. Then dealt with Kate Seigel or whatever, and then it dealt she just with done her sister up. Where and that's when it 
I got right around there, I think. Then it dealt with uh, Luke, who has the drug problem, and then it de- then they had the episode that was, like, amazing, that was, like, a bunch of one-takes, and it was just about everybody at the funeral home, and it was a stormy night, and that was... Yeah, so... And, but uh, and then at the end, I don't know, I, I need to watch the ending again or something, because it just went off the rails for me, and in, in, not really in a good way. Well, I feel like there's something hitting, because obviously they lived in this house. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. They lived in this house... And then you know, the one girl went back, killed herself, or got killed, or I, I don't I don't know what happened to her, but her sister made her up. But there, there there's 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 a being among the show that that they're all dancing around that that I don't know yet. So is there that thing where you're like, oh wow? Well, it's uh I I don't know well, you know I re- there's a, a blah, 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 blah. Uh, episode five is called the bent neck lady. You know, the girl, there's a ghost with a bent neck, her head mm-hmm, sideways. Right? Uh, there's a great episode all about that bent neck lady and who she is. And that's kind of a moment in the show where you just go, wow. And it sort of flips the whole show on its head. So get, uh, get up to episode five. I think that was episode five at least. And then, uh, see, see how it's doing for you. But for both of you guys, channel zero for creepy villains. Yeah. Creepy, creepy monsters. monsters. Yeah. There's okay. butcher. There's Butcher's Row that has uh, just right off the top. The first episode is creepy monsters. The episode I'm watching now, or the season I'm watching now, is four. It's the latest one. It's about like a dream door in the guy's basement. You gotta watch this. I want to talk about it with you. I All did. Right. See- Have you guys watched The Haunting or Haunted or whatever it's called? I, I will yeah, watch no. that. Yeah, I, it's good. It's really good. It's 20 minute episodes. Okay. I, I saw. I wanted to say one real quick. I I did see a movie in the theater uh, the other day. And it was really good. It was called uh, Creed Two. I saw it again, bitches. Still fucking, again. still fucking great. Fucking awesome. <laughs> it might be in my top two favorite Rocky movies of all time. <laughs> so, anyway, so good. All right. I want to talk about Spider Man, but I'll, I'll do that next time. That's a that's a whole other conversation. I, I probably will have seen it by then too. So yeah, we yeah. can talk about it's Aquaman called- and Spider Man. Let's see. It's called Haunted. Season one's on. Watch it, and, and it's reenactments of these people, but the people are so believable, and you're like, they're, they're telling the truth. And there's this one to where it was like, it's like the, just watch the first episode. Just watch okay. the first one, and I you'll see what... I watch it after the show tonight. Watch it, and let me know what you think about it, because it's creepy as shit, dude. I mean, you're watching, and you're like, what in the world would I do? And, and it, say, like, the first one, there's this lady in the closet, right? That keeps haunting this girl. She comes up. She crawls out, and she, you know, and it's it's a known thing. And then years later, they find out that this woman hung herself in the closet with her kids. But the stuff that she was seeing, and she's like day after day after day, and the woman would just come and sit. And it, it, just watch, just watch <laughs> the first episode, and it, it'll suck you in, Ted. You dig stuff like this? I'll try it tonight. Actually, I, I've always it's very believable. I've always yeah. been burnt by those shows because some of them are super cheap, but. If you're vouching for it, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, and, and, and they're they're talking to the woman that it happened to. She's like, "This is my story." Yeah, and each one, it's like a, you know, twenty minutes because I, I guess if it ever released on TV, they allow for commercials. But uh, check it out. You need to watch a movie Haunted. called uh, a movie called Lake Mungo. Have you ever heard of that? That's pr- I'd recommend that movie. That movie's a it's a fake documentary. You know, everything's acted, but it feels completely authentic because the acting is so good. It, it's Australian, like everybody's Australian. Yeah. And that whole doc, it sounds like what you're saying. And the whole documentary is about a family whose daughter drowns like in a reservoir. And then it's just about right. her ghost starts haunting their house. 
Hmm. And it's them talk like after everything's happened, them talking about Yes, and she had been gone for four days and then we started seeing shadows moving and it shows like reenactments and there's photos. That's what this is. It's it's really well done. It's called Lake Mungo. Yeah. I put a picture in the thing so you see what it looks like, but it's haunted. But, guys, I guess we can make it to the wrap-up show. I do want to tell all the zombies out there, I hope you guys have a pleasant Christmas, a good New Year. Uh, and we, we may dip in in between. Somehow we'll figure out something uh, for you zombies out there. But I, I'm definitely going to try to finish watching this series, being that you guys have watched it, so we can break yep. it all down. The ins and outs of Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> I have said Hill House Street. on Haunted Hill. Like I've had to, I, I've had to correct myself 300 times. Like well, what's, saying, the, what's the real movie? The other movie? The Haunting? Of Hill... No. What, what's the movie that's got... Andy uh, Bill Horror? No, nah, there's a house. There's an insane asylum that was haunted. The Haunting on Hill House. Yeah, well, that, that here, this is so crazy. Is you had The book was called The Haunting of Hill House, and then they made the movie The Haunting... The, was no. was the was the book made into a movie, and then they made the Liam Gregory Neeson. Peck's in it, I think. And then they made the haunting of Hill House, no. and they made the house on Haunted Hill. Then they made the haunting of House Hell on house. Haunted Hill. Yeah, they have like House five, on Haunted Hill. That's where they house walk of a thousand in. Corpses. They have five movies that have like similar. They have the haunting, the haunting of Hill House, the house haunting on of Hell House, Hills. and House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill is the one where the girl, she's videotaping in this insane asylum. Yeah. And through her screen, she walks in, and it's a surgery room, and you see these yeah. zombies doing a surgery, and she pulls it down, there's nothing there, and lifts it up, and they're all walking slow towards her. Yeah. That's a creepy movie, man. That was Bridget Wilson. That was the remake that came out, like, in 2000. Was it Gregory Peck? Two? What's that guy's name that was... Jeffrey Rush. A... Rush. That's it. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Rush, Rush. Uh, by the way, Rush. who, uh, according to Twitter, got Me too today. <laughs> who? Speaking... Jeffrey Rush. He got me too. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, but guys, let's get to the wrap up show. Like I said, Jolly Holly Jolly Festivals. For me, the worst time of the year is that period in between Christmas Day and New Year's. It's just a dreary back to life. Yeah, I don't like uh I don't like New Year's Eve. I'm I'm DJing, but I don't like the New Year's Eve song. I don't like it's just dreary. It's like watching Charlie Brown for me. I hate I hate January because that's when like the best time of the year everybody knows is like September through December. Like September, you yeah. know the Halloween stuff is starting, and it's always depressing to me when it's all just over yeah, and there's right. nothing. There's, there's nothing just nothing fun but in the January. cold. There's nothing <laughs> but the cold darkness of winter ahead, followed yeah. by long spring and summer. And you're all, I basically sit around all year waiting for fall to come back. I love fall, man. Yeah, I love it. I was gonna say something. What was I gonna say? I love fall. I'm, I'm, uplo- I'm uploading you guys some stuff that I'll link you to later. Thanks, wink, man. wink, wink, wink. All right, but uh, let's get to the wrap up show. Ted, where can people find you? Uh, Tedakin on everything. T e d a k i n, and should have a Ted played a spooky game condemned edition. Hopefully, out uh, towards the end of the week. So look nice. out for that. Condemned Criminal Origins. There's a lot of Christmassy uh, discussion in that because I talk about how the best level in that game was the Christmas level, level five. So there's a lot right. of Christmas horror talk in that episode. Right. You do a good job on those, Ted. You too, yeah, man. They're well produced. I, did, you hear sure. the, did you hear the last one, the Doom one, where I talk about my friend who died? <laughs> he got all dour at the end. Uh-uh. Yeah, I didn't hear it's it. Not, it's, not, it's very sad. Uh, well, listen, Matt, where can people find you, buddy? Um, at Mattel McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y, 
Uh, season 12, Why? No Sleep Podcast kicked because off. We like because you. I love you. Um, and VGO Video Game Outsiders. What up? Is tomorrow, y'all doing like a Christmas episode tomorrow? Yeah, we're doing the Christmas play tomorrow. I'm so oh, the, oh, the fucking play. <laughs> it's, that, it's already time for the Christmas play again. Good Christmas lord. Yep. I will probably, uh, I will watch John and Michelle play games before the show, and then I will wait for the show notes to see which parts I want to listen to. Why? You don't like the play? I, I, I do that usually with VGO. I, I actually kind of don't listen to it live. I, I wait for the, the replay show, of I wait better. for the show notes, and I go down and say, oh, they talked about this, and then I forward to the things I want to hear. Yeah, but it's all the bullshit in between. That's the fun part. Yeah, that's what VGO is. It, like you said, it's, it's the stuff in between. It's the it's nostalgic the VGO stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. What about Kyle you, Jones? Oh, sorry. Kyle Jones has put out. He, he promised because he missed a couple of episodes on his show, but he's like, you know what? As a gift to you guys, I'm going to do 12 episodes before Christmas. Damn. And he's on episode eight. Like every other day, he puts out an episode. And he, I love Kyle Jones's show. It's uh, the Slice of Pie podcast. So everybody should listen to that old VGO. But it, it's good. You know, he, he always does Kyle's favorite thing and then a topic. Uh, but it, it's good stuff. And it's. A lot of uh, stuff that he talks about local, Matt. So I, I think you would dig it. Cool. Like he talks about this shop and all. And I know both of you guys are in Barrie, Ontario, right? No, he's not in Barrie, but he's uh, he's super close. Yeah. But I, I think you could relate to a lot of his stuff because he talks about hometown type stuff a lot on there. But uh, awesome. good job over there, Kyle Johnson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. And my Xbox One gamer tag is FreemanDaddy7. Hopefully... I know we'll have to get a new gamer tag because Lyndon's robbed mine. Uh, but hopefully I get an Xbox for Christmas. That's what I asked for. That's what Fat Man Matt Freeman pulls Daddy, strings uh, for me. Freeman Daddy 8. Yeet! Yep. So, Lyndon, tell them who you are. Me? Yep, tell them right quick. I'm Lyndon Freeman. Where can people find <laughs> you, Lyndon? What is your gamer tag? Freeman Daddy 7. <laughs> no, wait, wait, when, I, when I see Freeman Daddy 7 oh, pop up and it says Freeman Daddy's looking for group. Which I get hit with like every day. That's uh, you. Yeah, yeah. It's Lyndon, but you know he, he's 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 got like sixty thousand gamer scores. <laughs> yeah, I, I, every, every day you I gotta see find Freeman, a new one, Freeman Daddy Seven is looking over. looking for group. You know, the people, and I'm like, that's not Sean. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a Lyndon. No, he's yeah. not. I'm but, uh, the game but I'm gonna have to find a new gamer tag, and he wants to switch it. But uh, Freeman Daddy Seven, add it. You can play with Lyndon, but hopefully, I get an Xbox One. X for Christmas. Hear that, yeah. Santa? Bring the Negative. bring the man an X. Bring the man an X. Matt, pull some strings for me, man. You know, you know Santa himself. Yeah, right? I'm talking to him this weekend, so I'll put something in for sure. Nice, but a very merry, cheery episode of Zombie Cast. I do want to thank Mr. Tiger Call for producing us. But on behalf of the Mighty All Games Radio Network. Mr. Tatek and Madam McFly and myself, Freeman Daddy 5, we call episode 313 of ZombieCast. Merry, cherry, cheery, merry, cheery, very Christmassy episode of ZombieCast. It took the... Rap is in. Tattoo your best ho, ho, ho. Presents. Ho, ho, ho. 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 <laughs> 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 Good night, zombies! Out!